This is Soul Starter, the podcast with your hosts, Jessica and Lexi. We're two mamas on a mission to make entrepreneurship more accessible through soul-driven exploration. If you're ready to start a transformative journey rooted in self-care, intention, and growth, then this is the podcast for you. Join us and our guests each week as we explore the parallels between business, motherhood, and mindful living. Your intuition guided you here. Now let's get started. Welcome back, beautiful souls. We are excited today to dive into a short and sweet podcast for you, where we are actually going to answer a comment or question, if you will, from one of our followers here on Instagram, Soul Starter Co. So if you're not following us there, please feel free to do so. And every once in a while, we want to take topic ideas that you have given us or that you share with us in the DMs that you want us to dive deeper into whether that's just our personal journeys or what else and beyond. Yeah. We will have interviews and they'll be long because we have a hard time, you know, stopping because we're having so much fun and our interviewees have great topics to share, but every now and then we need something quick bite-sized for our 20 minutes in the car, grocery store or walk with the dog or stroller. Perfect. Yeah. So here we are. Let's dive in. We have a question. Okay. So the question was, or actually it was more of a proposition for a podcast topic. And she said, I'd love to hear more stories on mom entrepreneurship and manifesting balance between self and motherhood. Yeah. Yeah. I actually love this because it's something that I've always worked on or I'm currently working on this journey. Um, I've made improvements in it. I've implemented some strategies, but it is a constant dance for me. I don't know about you, Lexi. How do you feel? Balance is hard. I think when you decide to start a business or even if you just decide, you know, you want a a hobby or maybe you like really want to get exercise, but then you also have like family at home and people to take care of. Finding balance is hard. Uh, Neither of us, I think, are experts in it, but I think there is an awareness there that we've both worked on personally, and that awareness allows us to practice balance more frequently. Uh, So what's interesting about the question is, well, she's She's asking for stories, but then also how to use manifestation to find balance. And I think I think we can each personally share a story where we were out of balance. I think anybody can share a story where they're out of balance in any aspects of their life. Sometimes we put more eggs in one basket than the other. It's a natural tendency, especially, you know, if you have something that you're really excited about or even just as a parent, you know. Like even as a parent, you want to put all your energy into your kids without losing yourself and your passions. So there does have to be a balance and it is definitely hard. Do you have like a story that comes to mind at the time that you noticed you were out of balance? What'd you do to fix it? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, before I dive into the story, I think that giving grace that balance is not a perfect thing that you were trying to strive for because I'm sure as you know too it's really hard to find balance and I don't really think that there is a perfect balance 
I think that balance mm-hmm. can weigh in on days and weeks and months and there, you might be in a season of heavier in entrepreneurship and less time, you know, with family, but also the reverse where we can be heavier in our family time and less focused on our business. Mm. And so finding what that ebb and flow balance is with grace is, has been really helpful for me at least. Um, but I can think of a time personally where I have been out of balance and it really started when uh, I had my office space in our playroom slash hangout room slash catch all room. The feng shui consultant in me is cringing. Absolutely. And Lexi knows she needs to do some major work on that front room for us, (laughs) but it is sort of a catch all room. And I think a lot of moms may also resonate with this or entrepreneurs where they might not always have that extra beautiful office space that they really Mm -hmm. wanted or that beautiful closed door room. And they really are trying to navigate life and business and motherhood. And it's messy. And I think that Hey, I show up for messy for sure. I am down to show up for for messy motherhood, entrepreneurship, and the blend of all of it. But for us in our current home situation, there was a time where my office was in this front room, this catch-all room, if you will, where it was also sort of like our kids' play space area, and there was also a little lounge area. And since since then, my husband and I have switched office spaces. But either way, there was this time where I was working in my office, but also my kids were playing. And so I would find myself even after hours, right? So I have pretty specific hours that I work in my business. And then I have hours where I am technically not supposed to be working in my business and supposed to be present with my family. Uh, But because after school, after I pick up my kiddos, their playroom is you know, in the same space as my office, I would find myself like jumping on the computer to reply to that one email or to make that one modification that I needed to in my in my work schedule. And it was just so easy. It was right there. It was almost like it wasn't out of state, out of mind. And so I naturally would just gravitate towards hopping on my computer real quick when really my feet should have been planted and my presence should have been planted with my children because that was my family time. And I started noticing this because my son came over to me and it wasn't like it was happening for a long time, but it was in a season of where my business really needed me. And it was a really busy season in my, in my current business. And so it was just requiring more time of me. Um, and because there's no separation of my office, my son would see me on my computer and he'd be like, mommy, come play trains with me. And I'm like, okay, one second, honey. And then I literally almost heard myself out loud say it from a third perspective for some weird reason I had this like out of body experience in that moment where I was almost like a fly on the wall and I think this is truly driven from years of trying to you know grow in my self-development and my self-awareness but I had this moment where I saw myself from an outsider's perspective and I was like I don't really like that I don't like that. That just happened. That it didn't I feel good. It didn't, it didn't feel good. You like spoke the words and your, and your body was like, whoa, what was that? Yeah, yeah. That's a really great point is it really was, it came out of my mouth, but then I didn't like the way that it felt in my body yeah. and I felt off. It felt like it wasn't meant to be. It felt like it wasn't in alignment with me and the intentions that I had set. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, um, I stopped what I was doing and said, you know what, let's go play trains. Like yeah. that is what I'm supposed to be doing. That's what I'm here for. 
the task can wait. And this goes with anyone, you know, in motherhood, when whether you're a working mom or not a working mom, right? But for me, I ended up working with like a mindset coach on balance between motherhood and entrepreneurship. And she walked me through this mind-body strategy that eventually led me coming up with the solution to try to dissociate or separate my office space and the playroom. Mm, feng shui again. Right? No, totally. And it was almost like I came up with this solution as she guided me through the sure. experiment. Yeah. Um, but I came up with this idea where I was going to put a blanket over my desk or mm-hmm. over the computer to separate the space between playroom, office, but also as a reminder and a cue to me that when my workday is over, the blanket goes over my computer. And if I were playing with my son in that playroom, And I happened to, a thought popped into my head, oh, I need to send that email or, oh, I need to update that client's program that I would glance over at my computer or walk to my computer, but the blanket would be there as a signal or a signifying Mm -hmm. um, example to say it is not computer time. It was a cue. And it can literally be as simple as that. It worked. It honestly worked. Put a blanket mm -hmm. on your computer or, you know, some people practice like the put your phone in a dish by the door and don't come back to it. They even make like lock boxes where you can literally put your phone in a box, lock it, and it doesn't unlock for the designated time that you put on it. Do you put your phone under the blanket? I don't know. But I Because our phones can be just as much of a distraction. Oh, totally. You're so right. I try to just put my phone in another room and that's been a cue yeah. or something that's worked yeah. for me. Like if I'm in the playroom, I'll put my phone in the kitchen. Just don't um, take it around the house with you. It it helps. It really does. It really does. Yeah. And then looking at it from our children's perspective, too, of, like, mommy being on his, her phone or the computer. Phone, yeah. like they're more That's more important mm-hmm. than me, and that's a message that I never want to send my children, yeah. that my electronics are more important than them. And, I mean, we're not perfect humans. Like, I started off, like, having grace and this balance is so important. But for me personally, like, that's probably the biggest pivotal moment for me that I realized, like, wow, I'm really out of balance. And I set an intention to be where my feet are planted. And whether it's family time, it's family time. And it's work time, it's work time. Yeah. And it's not, you know, coming back to the question, it was not something you manifested. I think there's a difference between setting boundaries and manifestation. So what you did was set a boundary for yourself. A conscious boundary. Yes. And I can relate in a similar way. You know, I own an interior design business and when there's construction projects going on, it doesn't matter what time of day, like there's an email, there's a phone call, there's fire to put out, there's something going on. And that was consuming me in the first year and a half, you know, up until probably like six months ago, honestly, grinding it out started my own company, like single employee. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And I also noticed didn't feel good when I was having to hop on the phone with, I don't know, the GC and my son's in the background, you know, asking to play trains or whatever it might be. So I noticed that my boundary was with myself but it was more so with my clients. So, hey, listen, I need to set these boundaries with you that these are the hours of day that I am available. 
and after three o'clock, which is when I pick my kids up from school, you can email me and I'll get back to you tomorrow. I only will respond to your text message or phone call if it's an absolute emergency. But otherwise, please respect that I am also a parent and I also have my own life and I, I can't respond to you whether or not you should buy the blue or the orange chair. You know, like I, it's not important right now. What's important after three o'clock is that I'm present for my kids. And it's definitely a practice, but setting the boundary was very helpful. And it was, it was a boundary with myself, but it was actually more so a boundary with other people. And a lot of the imbalance can come from the other people not respecting your own boundaries. And it's really hard. It was really hard for me to put boundaries into place for other people because I am very much a people pleaser. I've been working on it for a while. So I would say setting the boundary with yourself and setting the boundary with other people. Yeah. And that is like a tangible way, a conscious way that you can, you know, manifest, so to speak, these this balance between work life and mom life. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't, I don't feel like manifestation is really used to find that balance. It's like, I didn't manifest my clients not reaching out to me. I told them not to after a certain time of day. You can maybe manifest the type of life that you imagine yourself living. You imagine yourself living in peace and in alignment with your passions and your desires And as you are manifesting like this designed life, if you will, Mm -hmm. that you desire to live where you're manifesting, you know, a life where you're not having to be a slave to other people like our clients or to actually manifest a life where we're living in intention within our homes. That is the big picture. But I think as you and I have talked about so frequently is manifestation without action is nothing. Yes. So... For those who don't really know what manifestation is, or like they they haven't practiced it, um, what would you what would you say it is? Just in your opinion, there's no right or wrong answer. What would you say it is? Yeah. So for me, manifestation is the energy that you're putting out into the world, into the universe, on the type of life that you want to live, the person that you want to be, and everything that you encompass about how you fit into the bigger part of the world. Um, And also how the bigger part of the world fits into your life. And so for me personally, manifestation is not something where I'm like, I want to manifest X amount of dollars this month. But it, it sort of is in a way where it's the energy and intentions that you're putting out into the world and into the universe to let that energy flow so that the universe knows what you're desiring. And if Mm -hmm. we don't speak out our desires, Mm -hmm. then we're not able to achieve our desires because what we believe and what we um, send out into the world is what we will receive. Yes. Yeah. To an extent. To an extent. To an extent. So manifestation, the law of attraction is like attracts like, right? Right. You, You put out this frequency and you'll get it back. I think that's potentially where some people stop and that's potentially why they don't see results, maybe small results. You know, I want a giveaway here. Right. But, but they had to enter the giveaway. 
that's to true. Win the giveaway. So they that's still need true. that. They you need both, right? The manifestation is one piece to it, mm-hmm. and I think what you and I both keep coming back to in our, in our personal stories, alluding to the action yeah. that then followed yeah. the manifestation. We both desire to live a life where we're having peace with our families. We're living with intention in our homes. And we desire to have successful businesses as female and mom entrepreneurs. Absolutely, yes, but not at the cost of certain things that are upholding our our values and our mm-hmm. mission. And with that comes actionable steps that need to be taken, yeah. like setting clear boundaries. Right. There is law of manifestation and there is law of action. And even like, it's like Newton's law of reaction or something like you put out, I'm going to totally miss say it, but you put something out and you put energy into like throwing a ball and it's going to bounce back kind of a Mm -hmm. thing. So I, I think that's for every like action, there's there's a reaction, opposite reaction for for every action. There's an equal and opposite reaction. See, I, I knew, and this is why you're here to more eloquently say exactly what I was trying to say. Um, but I truly believe that without law of action, your manifestations probably aren't going to come to fruition. So you can sit and visualize and make your mood board on all, you know, whatever it is that you desire in your life. However, if you haven't entered the giveaway, you're not going to win. And I think as a as a mom or a business owner, uh, taking the action, even though it sometimes means stepping into a very fearful space, is the way to get the reaction. Mm-hmm. And that's where I've seen my success. I would not have started a business. I would still be visualizing if I hadn't taken action. And let me tell you, that was a really scary beeping, effing. Like, that, was, that was scary yes. to say, I'm going to go completely against all the degrees I have. And like, we didn't even talk about, and I also have a master's degree, which we didn't even talk about in my like life story. Apparently it's irrelevant to me. <laughs> like I, I went and started a business in a field that I have absolutely no education in. That was terrifying. Absolutely. But do you know what? Tell us, Lexi. I have had a lot of success Mm -hmm. because I have taken every step in the direction of my dreams. I love that. And I'm not saying that to like toot my horn. I'm just saying you have to try. Yeah. You have to try. You'll never know if you don't. Um, And really just circling back to like this person's question for the manifestation piece. It's like, how do I manifest balance? One, it is like based off of your desires. And then two, what do you need to do in your life to make sure that you can continue to work towards those desires? And that takes scary action. As you're mentioning, Lexi, it takes scary, bold, consistent action in the steps that you want to go to reach your desires Mm -hmm. or your manifestations, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the nugget that we really want to leave people with too, is it's a two-step process. I would say three. Three. Let's let's hear it. <laughs> I law of action might sound so easy, but but it's not always easy. Yeah. So there's a lot of inner work to do. Uh, 
you know, I think we've already in a handful of episodes talked about how we've leaned in and we don't want to, you know, continue to say the same thing over and over again. But I, I do believe that I would not have stepped out of fear if I hadn't recognized where that fear was coming from. Absolutely. No, that you bring up a really great point because before you can desire something or manifest something, you first have to understand what that is. And you can't determine or come to what that is unless you go deeper within yourself and ask yourself those hard questions and get to know yourself deeper and listen to the nudges that you're being pulled and pushed. Um, Like, why are you wanting to manifest this? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you wanting to manifest balance? Keep circling back to the question of why. If you're having a difficult time, maybe finding what the root of that is like well I want balance well why do you want balance where do you currently stand with balance perhaps you know perhaps it's out of balance in a sense of like I am working my butt off at work but it means that I'm sacrificing time with my family or I am like where I was I'm a stay-at-home mom and I am visualizing the heck out of this dream business but nothing's you know it's out of balance I'm so caught up at home and not taking action in a different direction. And why did I want to do that? Because I felt like I lost myself, you know, it's, and knowing the answer to those questions is hard. And that's why I think you have to just start asking, start recognizing and whatever method works for you, whether it's talking to a friend or, you know, hiring somebody to help you, whatever method it is, there's no right or wrong. Everybody needs a different method. Uh, but taking the action again to try to discover what what those reasons are can help you lean into what it is that you want to manifest, like why why you want that. Yeah, because if you work so hard at manifesting and putting action into something that's not actually going to bring you joy or feel in alignment with you, then there's no point either. So before yes. you even take that next step of figuring out why you want balance, why you're desiring X, Y, and Z for your life. Mm-hmm. Come back and make sure, why am I doing this? Is it in alignment with me? Does it bring me joy? And those are questions that I have to continuously ask myself mm-hmm. as I make every new and next decision, whether it's a new opportunity that comes my way, I have to ask myself, am I going to take this opportunity? Does, would it bring me joy? Is it currently in alignment with where I'm at and where I'm headed? And a few other questions. And if it is a yes, then it's a hell yes. But if it's a no, then it's a hard no. And that's really important too and hard to set that boundary. Uh, Because when you set boundaries for yourself, it's the greatest form of self-respect in my opinion. Mic drop. I just got chills once I said that just now. That's pretty, yeah. I mean, I really do feel like setting boundaries is the greatest form of self-respect. And it's hard to set those boundaries and those clear boundaries, not only for others, like you've mentioned with your clients, but also for yourself because it holds you accountable. Yeah. So it made me not get on my computer mm-hmm. or it made you not take that call at 5 mm-hmm. p.m. when this client really needed you. But when we do set clear boundaries from the very beginning, no one can be upset about that. Exactly. That you didn't take that five o'clock call because you specifically set that boundary from the very beginning. Got a whole welcome kit that says, hey. <laughs> This is how I work. Do not call me. (laughs) If it's not in alignment with you, find another designer. Absolutely. I want you to respect me and I will respect you. And 
again, if it is an emergency, I'll pick up the phone. Yeah, I you know, know but, but it's true. Like, same thing with me of, like, why I love, you know, in my business working with moms so much is because they're so in alignment with how I live my life that if if my kid goes down and I have to tell a mom, a client, that, say, that says, I'm not able to meet with you today because my kid's sick and, like, my kid's my first priority, that mom is going to get it. Yeah. And they're going to respect the heck out of that. Yeah. So yeah. I think that that is also important, too. Yeah. So boundaries. Boundaries is a good way to find balance. And if you are trying to manifest balance, you know, ask yourself, where is that coming from? Like things might be out of balance and in which direction are you hoping to get more and what boundaries do you have to set to obtain that? You know, and I think for those that want to use manifestation, there's certainly like a flexing of a trust muscle that needs to happen in the beginning and we're going to talk plenty about manifestation yeah we should do that in future episodes like do a deep dive into law of attraction manifestation and what that all means and how to continue to listen inward so yeah stick around with us we will we'll dive deep into that yeah I think the main takeaway from that question is setting boundaries but also recognizing when they need to be put in place and and why you're putting them in place because if you don't believe in the boundary then it doesn't really matter why you're putting that boundary in place Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of our interviews and discussions we're going to have will actually continue to help you deepen your awareness of that and that is the whole reason we started the podcast absolutely well cool with that we told you we'd give you a short episode and yeah, we're like 25 minutes in. So we That's get. <laughs> today. So uh, if you have any more questions though, if you kind of listening in and you're like, man, I really wish they would talk about this particular topic. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing more of these bite-sized podcasts, if you will. So feel free to DM us your question on our Instagram at soul starter co. Mm-hmm. And feel free to share more about what you're wanting to learn, what you're looking for us to talk more on, um, share our experiences on. Again, we are not experts. We are bringing on a lot of experts. We are with you on the journey, helping you deepen your relationship with yourself and your desires. That's said. We'll see you next time, beautiful souls. Thank you for tuning in today. You can find more information about today's episode in the show notes at soul-starter.com forward slash podcast. We also love to connect with you on Instagram at soulstarterco, all one word. And please don't forget to leave a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. You can also watch the video recordings on our YouTube channel at soulstarterco. See you in the next episode.